This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm uh, in the midst of a... Is it a midlife crisis yet? Uh, sure. I mean, it depends on how long you're going to live. Yeah. You're I'm... not going to live much past your early 70s. <sighs> right? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, if you die in your early 70s, people, uh, you know, people are going to be sad, presumably. But they're not going to be like, oh, gone too soon. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I guess nowadays. But they wouldn't be as heartbroken as like if you had died as a teenager. Then Maybe. they'd be like, oh, gone too soon. Yeah, before he could turn into a good person. <laughs> right. This, I'm talking about me oh, okay. as a teenager. If I died as a teenager, mm-hmm. I think they would have been like, a lot of potential there. Yeah. Like he could have he could have straightened things out. Yeah. Could have uh, figured it out. They if you died as a teenager, they probably would have uh like put uh you know, how they can like print pictures on uh on a tombstone. Mm-hmm. They probably would have printed like checks mix on your tombstone. They would have been like, Ah, old Tim, he loved checks mix. I did love checks mix. That's why I was <laughs> overweight, Tom. And that was kind of all we knew about him. That was, you know, he loved Chex Mix, and he was like meaner uh, to people than he deserved to be. Yeah, but there's not a lot of room to put on a tombstone. Yeah, well, he loved Chex Mix. <laughs> the picture of Chex Mix would <laughs> would would uh, convey that, and then, and then a picture was, of you being mean. No, just words. You could put words on a tombstone. Yeah, no, actually, but that's, you can that's, only make them so small. No, he was mean. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. If they edited it down, yeah. Most uh, tombstoneries have a. They'd leave my last name off on too. Staff. Just say Tim. He was mean. Yeah. No years. No. Then <laughs> a picture of Chex Mix. A uh, like grayscale etched Chex Mix in there. Tom, you know what Keanu Reeves uh, thinks uh, happens to you when you die? I do. I heard this the other day. Stephen Colbert asked him, right? Yeah. And it went viral. It went viral on the internet, Tom. Yeah. Well, that's what happens nowadays. You he say said, something. Profound. Everybody wants it. To was it was nice. What do you say? The people that love you will miss you? Yeah. He was nice. like, I don't know. All I know is that the people who love us will miss us. Yeah. And they're like, oh, God. A what good a, man. What a nice thing to say, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. I was on the subway over here, Tom, mm-hmm. and I saw a bunch of uh, guys that were like 10 years older than me, I would okay. say. Probably mid to late 40s. Right schlubby white guys with beards mm-hmm. that, you know, wearing, like, hoodies and uh-huh. whatnot. Yeah. And I thought, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I got to change course. <laughs> yeah. And there's my midlife crisis. I got to, I got to, I got to straighten up and fly right. So, wait, what, what does that mean? Just not being so schlubby? Not wearing, uh... I'm going to start doing things, Tom. I'm going to start taking care of myself a little bit better. Maybe those guys maybe they were on their way back from, you know, like, no, uh, these, free climbing or something. No, these guys were, like, looking for, uh, do you have Yola Tango's fake book on vinyl first pressing, though, at some record They asked store you? Oh. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> they were, were coming back people from... people on the subway? This is yeah. weird panhandling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I need to I need to change my life and be a better person. Uh, and I think the way I can do that is by looking to the world's ideal man. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Star of 
uh, stage and screen. Yeah, he was in Hamlet. Tom, we'll get to that. He was in Hamlet a freaking lot. Oh, okay. That guy is obsessed with Hamlet. Yeah, well, it's a good play. That's probably my favorite Shakespearean play. I mean, not like I'm a... I mean, I have a doctorate in Shakespearean studies, but there are people out there that know more than me. Yeah, I don't know. I would say Hamlet and then Romeo and Juliet. What about... uh... Macbeth. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, no, I just made that one up. I oh, tried okay. to trip you up. Well, huh. You almost got me. Hamlet stinks. No, Hamlet's good. Oh, he goes mad. It's <laughs> tragic. Uh, well, you've never seen Mel Gibson perform it, Tim. That's true. Yeah. Um, no, I think... I wasn't allowed to. I, I got <laughs> tickets, and uh, they wouldn't let me in uh, with my Jewish wife. <laughs> they were like, Mr. Gibson uh, made it very clear. <laughs> this was uh he made a movie. I oh. don't think he ever performed it on stage. It's certainly not recently. You fool. Um yeah, so Keanu Reeves though, the the world's best man. Um John Wick 2 in theaters now. No, John Wick 3. John Wick 3 in theaters Tom, now. I don't John even Wick know. John Wick 2 available on home video. Yeah. VOD they say now. VOD. Video on, on demand. demand. You know what? I think it's kind of BS that uh, you can just, once a movie's out... Demand it. You can demand it anytime. You had to go to Blockbuster and ask for it in my day. Yeah. Wasn't there something cool about going to Blockbuster and being like, oh no, it's Friday night. I hope the the new release is still there. <laughs> yeah, but and, it sucked when it wasn't. No, and then you find something else. And it's an, uh, hey, no, then it's sometimes. Weekend at Bernie's again. <laughs> Sometimes you would get to Blockbuster on a Friday or Saturday night, and it was fucking slim pickings. There was not a lot, and you were mad. I feel like Blockbuster recognized this and course corrected, Mm -hmm. and they were like, you know what? When the new movie comes out, when, what are we talking about? Titanic. Mm -hmm. Not even Titanic. Uh, Strange Days comes out. (laughs) Right. You're like they're like okay we're gonna have oh yeah seventy copies and yeah. they're gonna have the red covers not the blue covers right and we are it's not be a one night rental or, yeah. right one night or two night rental it, it was they took the length of the movie <laughs> they built in two minutes for you to rewind it right and then they and, knew where you lived already so yeah, they knew they how long it took you to get so they were home. like be back here in two hours and thirty six minutes yeah bring uh, us back. Video release, <clears throat> I defy you. Uh, what was it? There was some some recent movie, some movie that's been out of the theaters for for a couple of months now. That was like, oh, I meant to see that in theaters. Like, let me see when that comes out. Uh, you know, on home video, it is impossible to figure that stuff out because nowadays, and every movie seems a little different. Some movies will release on Blu-ray before. Uh, they're available digitally. Yeah. Some will be on digital before Blu-ray. And then most, it seems like, they're available on digital, but only to buy mm-hmm. for a few weeks, and then you can rent it. But somebody, like, but they don't want you to know when it will be available yeah. to rent. So they're just like, yeah, no, Mission Impossible uh, Fallout. Mm-hmm. Is that the latest one? Yeah, yeah. It happened to me. And it was like, oh, you can buy it for seventeen ninety nine. Yeah, but when can I rent it? 
hmm, I don't know, but you really want to watch this movie. You could buy it right now, seventy. It's less than twenty dollars. I don't see what your your problem is. It's like, cool. I'll just rent it for three ninety nine when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah, but who knows when that'll be? It's 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 the twenty first century version of the Disney Vault, and I hate it. Uh, I'm sick about it. I bought you that for your birthday, by the way. What? Mission Impossible Fallout. Did you? Yeah, I did. For real? Yeah, I'll give it to you later. Oh, thanks, Tom. An early birthday present. Uh, I hope you didn't buy it. I hope you didn't fall for this. Wait, a a a a uh, physical copy? Tim, it's a physical copy, but it also has a digital redemption code. Tom, you are a great man. <laughs> Not Keanu Reeves level. <laughs> well, I'm I'm aspiring to get there, and this was step one. Um. So you have not seen John Wick Part One or Part uh, John Wick John Wick John Wick Chap. Sorry, I'm too excited. John Wick <laughs> Chapter Two or John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum. With each one, they get longer. Yeah, why would they add Parabellum? I don't know. Just call it John Wick Chapter Three and be done with it. Yeah, or John Wick Revolutions. <laughs> or just John Wick. M- more John Wick. Yeah. Or, John- th- or the John Wick. Ooh. Um, did you know that when uh, the movie was in development, it was called Scorn? Scorn. Yeah, because he's kind of scorn. Scorned? Scorn. Not not like scoring. No, he's been scorned. He's been scorned. He's been scorned. And now he is scoring. And now. Scorning people? Uh, yeah, and now he's scoring. Scorn. <laughs> scorn. Scorn people. Scorn is an awkward word to say. I'm glad they changed it to John Wick. Well, the reason why they changed it was because, uh, you know, Keanu became attached to the motion picture. He had a lot of, he brought. You're using industry terms. <laughs> uh, he he worked with the screenwriter to, to uh, juice it up a little bit. Um, and then he brought in the directors. The directors, uh, only one director's credited on the first one because of uh, like DGA rules. Mm-hmm. The, the Directors Guild of America. Yeah. Sorry, I'm using this all this insider. This is ripped from DeadlineHollywood.com. This is right from Variety. Wow. What skiing is uh, Bafo? Um, he, so it was a first time directors and they were- Attached to the picture? Yes, but they were his- um, is stunt coordinators. That's are like, the directors yeah. of a movie, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to put film in the camera. You know what? He went to them to, again. Such a nice guy. He went to them to to uh, you know pitch to them like, hey, uh, I'm attached to this screenplay. You guys should come and um, uh, do the fight choreography. But his secret intention was to convince them to direct it. Which, like, you would think it would be the other way around. That he'd be like, "Oh, I'll, I'll hang, I'll dangle this really nice job in front of you." But like, eh, really, I just want you to, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tease you along with that, and I'll be like, "Oh, yeah, no, another director." It was a on. virtuous sh- sh- switcheroo. Yeah, virtuous was, switcheroo. Yeah. Yes. Which he was like, "Oh, you know, I didn't want to go and ask them to direct it because they might have said no." Where it's like, no, they, they, I think they had to, he had to convince them, no, you can be directors. You'll, you're good at this stuff. I know. Man, what a great man. What a great man. But as he was going around, uh, you know, talking to, uh, I guess other, to get other people on board and, and finance and stuff, he just started calling it John Wick. 
because that was the name of the protagonist who he was playing. Oh, that's why it's called John Wick. Yeah. Um, So Mm, uh, maybe I'll see this movie. Eventually they were like, all right, yeah, let's just call the movie John Wick. You were trying to get me all jacked or all juiced (laughs) for this uh, for this uh, for this episode. Uh huh. You made me watch some (laughs) clips of John Wick. Yeah. Murdering people. Yeah. And you know what? Look, I think uh, Keanu Reeves is a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Seems like it. Didn't seem like it in these clips. I don't. Uh, I don't care for that much violence in films. Like this, I think this is why I gravitate towards the Mission Impossible fallouts of the world, mm-hmm. where it's more stunts and there'll be some hand-to-hand combat. But I don't want to see people getting like stabbed in the throat or shot three times in the <laughs> abdomen and then in the face over and over again. <laughs> it, it, it just seems uh, human life is worth more than that, Tom. Even these, Nah, uh, not these scumbags. They deserve it. They're begging for it. Yeah, I don't know. They killed a dog. One they killed his killed puppy. Yeah, and then all of them went, hoo, 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 hoo. all the henchmen. You yeah. know how henchmen are. Yeah. Well, they have to. They'll lose their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> you don't laugh when your boss kills a tiny dog. Yeah, it's a puppy. Yeah. It was a. Not only was it a puppy, it was a puppy given to him by his recently deceased wife. His wife was dying of cancer, and you know, so she knew her her time was coming and to a close. And she's given him gifts. That's how nice she was. Wow, even nicer. She's as nice in the movie as Keanu Reeves is in real life. She, exactly, and that's what made him, you know, so angry because he had such a nice wife and she did such a nice thing. She gave him, she, you know, after after like the funeral, he gets home or whatever. Maybe it's like a few days later, and there's you know like a delivery and it's a puppy and a note from her about how, uh, like you know, this I'll is I'll put my soul into this puppy. No, no, nothing nothing that uh, extreme. It was basically because he gave up his life as a hitman to be with her. Wow. And she... John Wick's a great man too, huh? Yeah. And she knew... It, it, I'm, I kind of assume John Wick is based on Keanu Reeves' life. I don't that think we Keanu don't... Reeves was a hitman, Tom. He was born uh, in September 1964 in Beirut. Okay, well, what? Hitmen can't be born in Beirut in 1964? No, I was just giving you a little background. Oh, okay. It's stuff I knew off the top of my head about him. <laughs> I didn't know that we were going to be talking about him today. Is he 55? Yeah, well. He'll be 55. Yeah. Crazy. He looks great. Does he? Yeah, he okay. does look great, Tim. I don't know ages anymore. If you saw I don't him know what, on... a- what people, like, I think... Is someone passing away in the early seventies is, <laughs> is is too young. I think Keanu Reeves looks about fifty four. <sighs> nah. But I don't know. I don't know what a fifty four now. What does now a fifty four year old in twenty nineteen, what does the average fifty four year old look like? Now I'm wondering how old these men were that you saw on the train. Maybe they weren't you know, forty five. They could have been seventy. <laughs> Talking about vinyl records. I was only imagining what they were oh, doing. Oh, okay. Though. Yeah, they weren't actually talking. Maybe they no, were, they had far too much disdain for... Maybe they were after big band records. Mm-hmm. And they were like, ooh, we have to go get a first pressing of our favorite big band album. And who would that be, Tom? <laughs> you know. Dizzy Gillespie and, and and somebody else or something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so anyway, his wife, you know, she knows what he did, that, that he used to be a hitman, but he gave all that up. 
and she was like, oh, I'm dying. And I feel like, uh, you know, once I'm dead, this is going to be bad for you. You might go back to like that, that bad life you had of being a hitman. So I'm going to give you a puppy to help you keep your humanity. Right. But then, you know why his dog gets killed? Because some jerk off wants to <laughs> buy his. <laughs> Sorry, I get, I get heated about yeah, I it. Know, too. I know. I uh, know. Uh, Alfie Allen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, that's a. Come on. What? That's his name. Yeah, that's a crappy name. <laughs> well, that's uh, the actor's name. Oh, the actor. Yeah, name? it's Lily Allen's brother, oh, Alfie Allen. Oh, <laughs> she wrote that song about him. About Keanu Reeves? No, about Alfie. Oh. You know that song Alfie by Lily Allen? I don't really know Lily Allen's work that well. Mm. Well, I don't know much about Alfie Allen. He's in Game of Thrones, and he's in uh, John Wick 1. Right. I don't think he's in 2 or 3, spoiler warning. All right. Because he gets killed. In okay. It. Tom, now I'm not going to see the film. Um, Alfie Allen sees John Wick's car. He's like a mob, a mob guy's son. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, he sees his car at a uh, gas station. He's like, hey, uh, I want a, oh, a nice car. I want to buy your car. And he's Alfie like, says that? Yeah, and John Wick's like, it's not for sale. And he gets like real mad about that. So he decides to go and take the car and then kill John Wick's puppy because the puppy was barking. Right. These mob boss's sons they're see that's what i like about this movie is that that he's not an aj soprano kind of oh i'm just gonna cry about the state of the world yeah no No, this guy takes action this alfie allen (laughs) uh no he's like a he's uh so he's like a mob kid but he's also like a spoiled freaking brat yeah. He's always used to getting what he wants. It's kind of like AJ Soprano, I guess. Uh, so then when he doesn't get what he wants, he throws a temper tantrum and kills a dog. Tom, how did we get here? I, I, I can't then... even record an episode and you're breathlessly recounting John Wick to me. <laughs> he, how is this entertaining goes, for anybody? Well, it's about to get because then he goes to John Leguizamo. Oh, and, the pest? Yeah, the pest. The original pest. And he's like, hey, like, I need you to, you know. Uh, Luigi? Yeah, Luigi Mario. <laughs> uh, I need you to, like, you know, soup up this car or whatever. And he's like, would you get this car? And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, would you get this car? This is an offensive. Uh... What? And then he slaps him. He slaps this guy, even though he's. John Leguizamo slaps, slaps Alfie. Alfie Allen? Yeah. And Alfie he, Allen's playing himself? No. Then why'd you call him Alfie Allen? That's I guess his you called John Leguizamo John Leguizamo. Yeah. But you've been calling Keanu Reeves John Wick this whole time. Right, because his character name is easier to remember. It's right, right in the title. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's why he did it. And then he tells him, like, ooh, you, you, you mess with the wrong dude. And then the rest of the movie is just John Wick relentlessly killing everyone in his way to kill Alfie Allen. Yeah, does he do it? And he does it. He does, yeah, he does the hell out of it. Great. I mean, if you're a fan of extreme violence, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm I'm not, Tom. I'm a pacifist. I'm a great man. I would think Keanu Reeves is a pacifist. Um, I think he is in his personal life, but he can separate reality from fantasy. Well, a lot of people can't, Tom. (laughs) Well, that's not Keanu Reeves' fault. That's true. 
Um, so yeah, he goes and kills everybody. You saw this in the theater? Oh, uh, yeah, I saw it in the theater. Did I, you see chapter two in the theater? Ooh, yeah, I saw chapter two in the theater. Are you going to see chapter three in the theater? Ooh, I got my ticket on Friday morning. I'm going to go see John Wick. With who? Just me. Alone. Well, I'll have four dimensions with me. Oh, wow. What be- t- well, f- when you say Friday morning, <laughs> uh-huh. when most of us are at work, yeah, you'll be in a moving seat at what time? <laughs> uh, uh, later in the morning, 1130. Okay. That's uh, still earlier than you've been up all week? No, I get up early, but it was like <sighs> there was a deal and I want to get the ticket. I think that's perfect, Tom. If I didn't have a a, a place to be, uh-huh. I would go to morning movies all the time, especially oh, yeah. opening day. I think uh, when I went to pick my seat, uh, every seat was available, so it might just be me. Maybe Keanu Reeves will come though. Maybe he'll be like, "Oh, I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this picture myself yet." You think he calls them pictures? I think yeah. he calls them flicks. I haven't seen this flick myself yet. Yeah, right? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I think he probably uses both I- I- interchangeably. I bet he I would say he that, would, he but would then ju- at the end he would say, oh, did you like that picture? Yeah, I think what he would do is he'd assess, he'd look into your eyes and be like, what is this guy <laughs> right. called call yeah, I'll, 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 uh, I want to get on, on his level. Yeah. He's an empathetic dude. I love him. Yeah. Who? Me or him? Who? Are you being Keanu Reeves when you say that? No, no, no. Oh. I, I, Tim, love uh-huh. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Well, join the club. It's got seven billion people in it. Tim, I know you. You're a busy guy. You don't have time to go to the post office. All, the, all these things are true. You don't have time for traffic or parking or lugging all your mail and packages. It's a real hassle for, for a guy like you. That's why you need Stamps.com, one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com brings you all the amazing services of the U.S. post office right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox. It's that simple. They're a no-brainer, Tim. And right now, our listeners can get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. Tell them about the scale, Tom. You love talking about this scale. You tell you. I swear to God, every time we have uh, Stamps as a sponsor, yeah. we stop recording the ad, and then uh, you, you, you hit stop, we stop recording, and you go, man, I got to tell you, that, that, that scale is phenomenal. Look, I've had one of these scales for years. It's you great. Asked me, you've already, you're like, do you want to borrow it? <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, how are you going to accurately mail things? You're going to like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, it weighs about this much. You have no idea. You need mm. this scale. All right. And you can get it. Uh, without any long-term commitment, but I think you get to keep the scale, to be honest with you. Uh, just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in guide. That's stamps.com, enter guide. All right, enough about John Wick, please. Oh, God. We have a great man to talk yeah, There could never be enough. You know they're making a TV show about John Wick called The Continental? 
It's, um, a, it's not about John Wick, but it takes place in the world. Of cool. John Wick. I love when they just build universes because you know it's what? Like, oh, people. It's actually a little disappointing because there's a hotel in the first John Wick that you said more about John Wick, right? There's a hotel that's like a assassin hotel, mm-hmm. like a hitman hotel. Yeah. And it's like sacred ground. They don't, nobody can kill each other there. So right. it's like a safe place. Um, and it's really cool. And in the second one, they like explore the lore a little too that much. That stinks. Yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, but now you're introducing like questions of how this would actually work. Yeah. And now it's like a little, I know you've, you've given enough information about it that now I don't understand how this could possibly right. exist in a, in an otherwise very grounded world. Uh, so that's actually the one disappointing thing that they've, and that's what like this TV show is, is supposed to be about, like the hotel. And it's like, uh, the hotel is so cool. And then you guys explain too much and now it stinks. Tom, uh, Keanu means cool breeze over the mountains in Hawaiian. Yeah. What a cool guy. What a great man. <laughs> um, Tom, if you can guess how tall Keanu Reeves is Ooh. exactly, when it comes out, <laughs> I will buy you the John Wick trilogy on Blu-ray. Uh, 5'11". Ooh, 6'1". Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. He's almost nice, as tall, tall as you, guy. yeah. Um, I could look in his eyes when we meet. Tom, as a teenager in Toronto, <laughs> Keanu Reeves uh, worked as a manager at a pizza restaurant. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. This just in a pasta restaurant. A step up from a pizza <laughs> restaurant. Well, in your opinion. Well, you know. I would argue not. Less cheese, probably better for you. Who cares? Uh, Tom, I like Keanu Reeves. Uh-huh. I love Keanu Reeves. <laughs> right. I think he used to get... Far too much crap yeah. for being like, oh, he's just a dumb guy. He's a, oh, he just goes like this, whoa, in yeah. movies. And it's like, he's playing characters, you idiot. Like, yeah, Ted Theodore Logan like is an idiot. Mm-hmm. And Neo from The Matrix? Yeah, he's like kind of an idiot in the beginning. Yeah, he's yeah. just a, like a, a, a blank slate, an empty right. vessel almost, yeah. right? I've never seen The Matrix. Uh, you've never seen The Matrix? No, Tom. I don't live in bullet time. I live in real time with Bill Maher. Well, you should, you should try The Matrix. Yeah. The thing with The Matrix was everybody explained it like they were a stoned college kid. Yeah. These, uh, the like, machines. we're in the Matrix, Yeah, man. we're asleep, and all of this is just a dream that we're having, and we're feeding the computers, man. And to me, I, I just thought, yeah, that's not a that's not that crazy of a concept to me, or the fact that reality is just some some. Well, it sounds like you've broken free from the Matrix. Yeah, Tom, I did it when I was six years old. You've already swallowed the blue pill. No, the red pill. Right, the red pill wakes you up. It stinks that uh, <laughs> that, 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 got that got co-opted, co-opted. by the worst people in the world. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Um. But I think it swung too far the other way now, where everybody is just like, Keanu Reeves is the greatest man who ever lived. Man, there's never been anybody better than him. Like, he seems like a, a good man. Yeah. Here's why I think uh, this is what I can gather. And okay. you can fill in the blanks here. But is this I why have I, a defense of it, but go is ahead. Is this why everybody thinks he was uh, great? Well, he uh, Number one, he rode the subway one time. <laughs> 
Uh, I didn't even know that. Somebody had wow. a picture now of him on the subway, and they were like, "Holy shit!" I've seen a picture of uh, uh, Tom Hanks himself riding the subway. Oh yeah, he was manspreading though. Yeah, and uh, he's uh, canceled. <laughs> uh, Jake Gyllenhaal rides the subway a yeah, lot. Yeah. Okay, too. great. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, if he didn't, I'd be surprised. I was at an event once with Maggie. Gyllenhaal. 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 You know it's, you know it's Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I was at an event with her once. The prom? Did you? Yeah, was, she, uh, she prom took date? me to the prom. Oh, she, she took, took me to her, to her prom. Yeah. Hollywood prom? Yeah. Wow. The Oscars. Who? <laughs> Hollywood's Hollywood's biggest prom. night. Yeah. You remember when they used to call Big. the what? You know what? The White House Correspondence Center. Remember when they used to call that nerd prom? Yeah. Well, they it's like all you ugly people just get out of town. Well, that's what they used to call the Oscars, uh, celebrity prom. Celeb, celeb prom. Yeah. Uh, so he rode the subway one time. Mm-hmm. I like Jake Gyllenhaal fine. What What have I ever liked him in, though? Uh, Donnie, Donnie Darko. Darko. Yeah. Uh, Which, my God, I am avoiding that <laughs> film like the plague because there's no way that holds up in any meaningful way. No. Remember we went and saw the uh, the, the director's, director's cut? cut? And it was like, oh, this thing sucks. Yeah. Like this movie, again, was cool. When it was like chopped into pieces, basically, it right, didn't make sense. Yeah, you you have enough ambiguity in something. Yeah, as soon as you you put too fine a point on on a stupid concept, right? It really pulls into focus. <laughs> like oh, this is stupid. I shouldn't be watching this. This is dumb. Uh, you see Nightcrawler? Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. You know what my problem with this Nightcrawler good starring Jake Gyllenhaal was what in this Keanu Reeves episode? <laughs> Um, the they were like, oh yeah, the local news loves th- this uh, these uh, <laughs> yeah the, really this video it. of crimes being committed. It's like this uh, this is not a thing that exists. No, in they ha- they have to blur all that out. Yeah, this isn't this isn't an actual economy that exists. Yeah. But, but I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, like in a world where this was the thing, right. that would be interesting. Um, number two. Mm-hmm. Why everybody thinks uh, Keanu Reeves is so great? It's because yeah. he was sad in that picture, and then he was yeah, a good the sport sad about Keanu it. Yeah, Keanu meme, and like he didn't freak out about it. No, no, he was like, "Oh, that's funny." Yeah, and the third thing is, very, this is the best one. Mm-hmm. I can't verify that he gives a lot of his money away to people. Uh, yeah, apparently that's also the case. I have other examples though. Uh, there are a lot of like. It's almost like uh, every week on Reddit, there is a picture of somebody who runs into him in a bodega or something, and he happily takes a picture. And then recently, there was a thing. If that's all it takes, I'll take a picture <laughs> in a bodega to be the most beloved man in the world. Well, that people want to take a picture with him. That's part of it. You have to get to that point first. Mm. Yeah, I guess it would be a burden. If anybody ever <laughs> wanted anything from me, and I had the... The ability to turn it down. <laughs> right. Or you say, would, like, you a, would just you know revel in that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now. Um, and who are you? He was recently on a- I, I do the David Spade. And you are, right? David yeah. Spade in 1995. <laughs> That's, yep. <laughs> Bye-bye. That's what I'd say to them. <laughs> They'd love it. It'd be even better. They'd just post on uh, on Reddit. I ran into Tim, and he said, "Bye." It was hilarious, man. First he said, mm, and you are? Right. I loved it. It was so much better than a picture. Um, no, he was recently on a plane that got diverted uh, to like a different airport, 
and they're all not all, but there's a handful of uh, cell phone videos that like he was the one that like coordinated everybody. Like he got the information of like what was going on with the flight. Yeah, who wouldn't listen to him though? I bet the pilot was like, "Look, they're all gonna be mad at me <laughs> if I say we're going to this whole." I think different it wasn't city. diverted. I think the, I think it was like a, a connecting flight was canceled. Okay, well that's even better. The the, the pilot, gate agent, the smartest person <laughs> in the world, was like, "Well, they will freak out if I tell them this." <laughs> Johnny if I Reeves, give the, you the yeah, impact. and they'll feel honored. That right. Keanu Reeves is like but most, Keanu Reeves could come in and tell me, uh, you know. Uh, but most celebrities in that situation would be like, "Hey, I'm famous. Fix this for me." Right. Not like, "Hey, what's going on?" Oh, okay, that's a, all right. I'll go and convey that information to everybody. So he's got like everybody in a circle, and he's explaining why the flight was diverted or wherever. Like he's doing their job basically of like. Yeah, it's not really their fault. Uh, there's bad weather in Cleveland, so that's why they were grounded here, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, he organizes a van, and, and everybody like goes... Like at the end of Home Alone? Yeah, and everybody goes together, including him, a guy who could very easily be like, even then, like, well, that van's for you guys because I'm a nice guy, but I'm still a rich guy, so I'm going to take a limo. No, he's in the van with them. Wait, did this happen, though? Yeah, I saw the video. All right. It wasn't part of a film? No, it was not part of a film. You didn't... I mean, at the very end, he shot a guy three times in the groin and then uh, uh, hit him in the throat and then shot him in the head. Yeah, why... This is my problem with John Wick. <laughs> the, the, the the Why didn't he just start... He'd save a lot of bullets. Have stock well, you saw at one time he ran out of bullets and the guy was kind of like... Ugh. And he was like, "Oh, I have to reload my gun." He reloaded it, then he shot the guy. In yeah, the head. I know. I, you know how I know that happened? Because you were watching it so intently. You went, <laughs> he ran out of bullets. You Look. Went, no, you just went, ran out of bullets. <laughs> just matter of fact. What well, you know? Just saying what you saw on television. Look, oh, ran out of bullets. Thanks, you, Tom. You know what that? I have to watch the John Wick movies by myself because the whole time I'm like, it's the kind of, you know what? I could do like the, uh, the like, uh, uh, what do they call it for like people that, uh, have impaired sight or like the, uh, like action readings or whatever. That's what I'm doing. John Wick walks across the room. Yeah. I'm like, oh, John, John, oh, oh, he's picking up the gun now. What's he going to do with it? Oh, he shot that guy in the head. No, he shot that guy in the head, too. Oh, another man looks mad that John Wick shot those two guys in the head. But no, he shot him in the head now as well. <laughs> I saw an article today. Mm-hmm. That was like, uh, if you haven't seen John Wick 1 or 2. You're a dumbass. We'll, we'll catch you up so you can uh, watch the third one. And I'm considering going to see the third one. And I don't. I can't imagine a... a, a a world in which I'd have to read a primer of like, <laughs> oh yeah, let me let me figure out what the what the plot is here. Yeah, no, it's you know his puppy died and uh, he the, he just started killing people and that's just yeah you know, that's led to more problems. Have you seen this Union Square? Yeah, 
I might uh, try to duck out of work and uh, come see it, man. Have yeah. you seen a 4DX movie yet? No. <sighs> I wanted to see Mission Impossible Fallout in 4DX. The thing with 4DX, they keep them in the the theater. They got to rotate them for out. like one or two days. It's I like might go see Avengers Endgame in 4DX tomorrow, just because uh, it'll be the last day. Yeah. Well, did you see it originally in 4DX? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was great. Well. Tomorrow is Thursday, <laughs> so, <laughs> so three hours in the middle of the day. That's as good a use of that time as any. I'll bring my laptop. Are your credit card bills keeping you up at night? None of your beeswax. Interest rates in the double digits? Tom, we've been there. I don't like that. It does keep me up at night yeah. when, I, when I have credit card debt. I don't yeah. like it. Well, guess what? You can be smart and pay off your credit card balances with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream, Tom. Okay. You can get a fixed rate as low as 5.95% APR with AutoPay. Tom, 5.95% APR. Uh, That's pretty good. Yeah. That's better than any credit card, I think. Way better, Tom. Uh, you could well, save... I don't know every credit card in the world, Tim, yeah, so I'm just being I'm just... cautious. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate your, your, your cautious attitude. It's better than any credit card I've ever seen. Yeah. That I can attest right. to. You can save thousands of dollars in interests. Uh, you can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, and there are no fees, Tom. Okay. It's Lightstream. Did I mention that? Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? Mm-hmm. If you want to save even more money, Sure. Our listeners get an additional in- interest rate discount. Remember when I quoted that interest rate earlier? Yeah, which Lightstream, is already great. Yeah, and I was like, man, this is great. Lightstream knows what they're doing. And they're like, guess what? Complete Guide to Guide. Everything, listeners. Uh-huh. I forgot the name of our show. <laughs> the Complete Guide to Guide, listeners. Uh, the, you get more. They, they chop that down even further. But the only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash complete. Okay. That's L I G H T S T R E A M dot com slash complete. Tom, yeah. Lightstream. Stop staying up all night worrying about your credit card debt. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply, and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash complete for more information. You're supposed to say that part fast. I know. I can't really talk that fast. Keanu Reeves, Tom. He's been in a lot of movies. Cool Breeze Reeves. A lot of flicks. <sighs> yeah. And some a lot of, of the pictures. Great. So you've never seen The Matrix. I got. I was late to The Matrix. Like, I think I didn't see The Matrix Missed until... the first 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> I missed the first five minutes of Kill Bill 1. Uh-huh. <laughs> it wasn't of, my fault. The next two movies didn't make any sense. It's like, who's she trying to kill again? <laughs> and why? Um, No, like, I don't think I... I didn't, I didn't see catch it in... her name. I th- maybe they said it in the first five <laughs> minutes. Um, I don't think I saw... Yeah, I didn't see The Matrix till it came out on home video. And since you were talking about a Blockbuster before, that was a big home video release because that was the first time... They had bullet time on VHS, I remember. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely, it was. But that was the first time before then when videos came out on the way 
the the uh, they would kind of window things before was new movie on VHS was a hundred dollars. So only rental places would buy. You couldn't buy it anywhere right. else. It was a hundred dollars. Home Alone or Jurassic Park. Right. When they were like, we can we can get the home video market right. here. Right. Yeah. Then it and even then Every- it was like yeah, and you're gonna buy it at like the supermarket. That's where they're gonna have stands yeah. to buy Home Alone on VHS. Um, for like probably thirty five, forty dollars. I oh, don't yeah, think it was expensive. like fifteen, yeah. twenty dollars. But there weren't really even if you went to electronic stores, there weren't really like uh, uh, like video sections. Everybody rented videos. Nobody really bought videos. And a big reason was heady times, man. New releases you could only buy wholesale, and they were a hundred bucks. And uh, the Matrix, or, or at least that was the case for DVDs at the time. And the Matrix was the first DVD new release. So it's like, nah, it's thirty bucks, whatever. Right. Um, and that was a huge seller and a huge uh, uh, mover for DVD players. So that was the first movie where a lot of people saw it and said, "Oh, that's a movie I have to see on DVD, the best quality possible." Yeah, I got a time. DVD player for Christmas. I was an early adopter. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Christmas morning, like 1999 or something, Yeah, I gathered my family around after we had opened the presents, uh-huh. and we watched American History X. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a great... Uh, I wasn't aware that's a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's now a tradition. Yeah. Like, uh, it's still in black and white. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it's like, it's a wonderful life. Mom and Dad returned this. (laughs) I thought it was going to be in color if I bought it on DVD. Uh, Yeah, so the first Matrix, great. It was actually a a weird situation because it was a double-sided DVD. And I put the wrong DVD, the wrong Uh, side in first. special features? And it just started auto-playing the deleted scenes. (laughs) So my family was there Christmas morning uh, just watching... Like three or four disjointed deleted scenes yeah. from American History X, These and my dad was just like, "They were too violent or yeah, too racist." Is this the movie? Yeah, <laughs> it's very confusing. And then afterwards, I think my whole family was like, "Tim, why? First of all, why did you ask for this for Christmas?" <laughs> right. Is this just as a, a device to play hate films? <laughs> I mean, the the film had a, a po- an ultimately positive message. Yeah, but Even you wouldn't know that from just from watching. Boy Meets World said the N word so many times. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know that from just watching to the lead. No, 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 no. Those were those were pre-reformed Edward Norton. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Uh, so the Matrix movies, first ones, uh, very good. The next two were not that good. Uh, but what I heard, Tom, mm-hmm. is that uh, he took eighty million. He made a hundred and fourteen million. For his work on the in the Matrix sequels, mm-hmm. he took eighty million of that mm-hmm. and gave it to the special effects and makeup staff. Wow! Now is that true? I don't know. I mean, I guess it is. Like I've never heard of other people doing stuff like that. Yeah, but here's I my was gonna question: say, Does he have a savvy publicist? No, I was actually going to say I think one of the reasons why does he, he have. Motorcycles, yes. Oh, we'll get into it. Many motorcycles. Uh, I was gonna say, I think one of the reasons why he's endured as the like uh, uh, the uh, certainly the internet 
and maybe all of America's like favorite man, like the best dude, is that he seems very uh, publicity shy about that type of stuff. Yeah. And even when like something funny online, like the Sai Keanu thing or like uh, the, this plane thing I talked about, like he doesn't. He's not. He's not going on. He doesn't lean into it. He does like he's he's happy with it out there and and right. if necessary. He'll he'll, but he's not going on Fallon the and doing a, and doing yeah. a sketch about said Keanu. Right. right? Okay. Yeah. All right. I get it. Tom, he's a good man. He's a nice man. Remember when we did an episode of the show on Richard Marks, <laughs> and then Richard Marks listened. Yeah, and then he was like, "Man, uh, Tom, you're a good man. Uh, Tim, you're terrible." <laughs> yeah, because I was saying bad things yeah. about Richard Marks. He threatened you with violence. Yeah, like Richard John Marks. Wick. He's not going to listen to this. He's <laughs> no, surely... maybe he's maybe he's listened ever since. He was life. listening, like he listened. Within 12 hours of us releasing that episode, yeah, very quickly, and, and got in touch with us right away. Um, he was doing that because you know, he doesn't have a lot going on, or as much as he did <sighs> when he was <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. He seems fine. <laughs> you're, t- you're poking the bear right now, <laughs> you didn't learn your lesson. But do you think Keanu Reeves is just a nice man? And we'll see, oh, to Gentlemen are talking about me. Let me, uh, let me, let me listen. I think he's very busy with the press tour right now. Okay, but it would not surprise me if, like, a few years from now, we hear from him. Okay, so I don't need to. I don't need to. He like he he goes through. You know, he's got like a big back catalog, but he's gonna get through everything and write everybody a letter. I don't want to. I don't want him to take it the right way, Tom. If he the right way, no, take it the wrong way. Uh, if he hears that, I was saying like, oh no, people think he's too nice now yeah. because they used to think he was so dumb. You know what? He would be nice about it. Yeah, I think he'd be like, I don't know, man. That's uh, everybody. You know their what? Own I guess I guess I have to think about that. I guess that's something for me to think about. Yeah, man, what a great man. <laughs> you know, you know how you know he's a good dude. How? Because uh, he and Alex Winter remained friends, and Alex, like, he yeah. still. Speaks so highly of Alex Winter, and uh-huh. uh, say, and I think they hang out all the time too, even yeah. though their their careers it took very. Alex Winter, what did he he's, direct? He's at a, an accomplished documentary filmmaker. Yeah, um, but he's he's certainly not the household name that Keanu. No, was. no. Which brings us to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey and Bogus Journey, the superior film. I don't know. You know They're how both people very good. You know how people were like, "Oh yeah, Pinkerton's so much better than the <laughs> Blue Album." I like Weezer uh when they're like when they have an edge to them. Yeah. And then like a few years later you're like, "That was like common contrarian knowledge." But now, no, I think the Blue Album is actually stronger. Right. And then these jerks come in and be like, "Actually, the Green Album's really good." It's like, "Get out of here." Uh, nobody's talking to you. Born in 1991, <laughs> go Get a friggin' clue. Yeah. Uh, I will not say which one is better. I will say that Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is absolutely one of the best sequels of all time. Is there a better better sequel? I can't People think People will be of... like, oh, The Godfather 2, but clearly Fuck neither off. of us have ever seen <laughs> The Godfather 2. <laughs> I'm talking real movies, man. Yeah. Um. I. You know, I mean, I... Uh... What? 
Legend of Curly is gold. <laughs> City Slickers too. That's true. They found a way to bring Curly back. Yeah, his brother. His brother. Turns out he had a twin brother. Uh, I mean, I'm still always partial to uh, Back to the Future too. Yeah. For like, kind of, you know, subverting uh, the idea of a sequel and like revisiting the first one. I I I thought that was super interesting. I like that a lot. Can I confess something, Tom? What? I've never seen Back to the Future 2 front to back in one sitting. I think I've seen the entire film. Right, right. But I've never sat down and watched it. No, well, you should sit down and watch it. I own it. I own the Back to the Future trilogy and the Godfather trilogy <laughs> on DVD. Well, but I don't, don't th- watch them on DVD. Well, I did. I was an early adopter, Tom. <laughs> okay. I could have watched those Christmas morning. Either one of those would have been way more appropriate than American yeah, History. Both X. of those were probably like a hundred dollars each. Yeah, I know. Um, I, <laughs> my parent, my 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 parents waited an extra year to retire so they could buy me that. <laughs> godfather box set that i never <laughs> cracked open i have uh the back to the future trilogy on blu-ray and i and uh digital i have uh, it on hd dvd nice yeah uh but i recently bought because it was like on sale uh the they had a blu-ray of back to the future trilogy that included uh like the two or three seasons of the back to the future cartoon Ooh. And I I didn't open it. I returned it because I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to sit down and watch multiple seasons. Of I'm certainly not going to watch them more than once. I don't need this. Actually, along those lines, Tom, Bill and mm-hmm. Ted's Excellent Adventure yeah. spawned a Saturday morning cartoon show Yes, in which Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter and George Carlin yeah. did their voices. Reprise their roles. For some garbage that was that was there to sell toys. Yeah, but I think that was at the height of Saturday morning cartoons where uh they were they were splashing out money for celebrities. I think they got enough angry letters from kids that were like, Hey that's... Kids wouldn't know. Did John no, Candy do the actual voice for Camp Candy? I think he did. He did. Yeah, yeah. How many episodes of Camp Candy do you think there were? <laughs> Are you going to say something insane that there's like 300 episodes of it? If you guess it on the nose, I will buy you the John Wick trilogy. Uh, 154 episodes. 17. Oh, that's it? What? <laughs> yeah. I could just see John Candy being like, what am I doing this for? I got my initial payment. Yeah, but still, it's like a we come in for a day. That was during, so like Camp Candy... And Wish Kid. Starring Macaulay Culkin as a kid with a magical baseball. Right, and he also did The Voice, right? Yeah, which is nuts. That was during the weird um, uh, period of kids' cartoons where I felt like, am I going crazy? This is an an original property. (laughs) Is this based on a movie I didn't hear about? That's true. But, like, Tom, Bill Murray wasn't doing his voice in the Ghostbusters cartoon. No. They bring in Lorenzo Music for that. But I think this was when, after all that kind of stuff happened, which uh, Ernie Hudson auditioned to do the voice for uh, for Winston Zedmore in the Ghostbusters cartoon, and he was passed over. Really? Yeah, and he was super mad, understandably. Ernie Hudson got 
a raw deal. We've talked about it before on the show, but like the way the other Ghostbusters treat Ernie Hudson is disgusting. Actually, I was reading an interview with Bill Murray today yeah. where he was talking about Ghostbusters. Uh-huh. And he said, uh, I had a, a lot of fun making that that movie, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, primarily because I just loved all the guys on the set. Danny Aykroyd, they put yeah. in parentheses. Ernie. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Harold, Rick, and Annie. Okay. So uh, in, in Bill Murray's mind... Uh, Ernie Hudson was second only to to Dan Aykroyd. Okay, well, good good for him. It's I mean, well, Harold Ramis kind of got the shaft on that one. <laughs> well, he's talking about actors. Yeah. Uh, well, Harold Ramis oh, was an actor wait, in the film. Who who was the other guy you said then? Oh, I thought you Rick Moranis. Oh, I thought you said Ivan Reitman. Oh no. Or I thought that's I always get Ivan Reitman and Harold Ramis because they're both directors, they're both, yeah, and they're both nerdy. Like they yeah. both kind of look like uh, 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 Egon. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, Tom. For your birthday, mm-hmm. I didn't get you anything. <laughs> but what I almost did, you know, that cameo website. <laughs> yes, I almost got Ernie Hudson. Oh man. <laughs> Um, here's the thing. I thought about it too late uh, and it would have come after your party. And if you couldn't have had it on your phone and passed it around right, at your party. What, what good would yeah, it have been? So, uh, Love sorry Ernie about that. I was, it was like, it was cheaper than getting Jose Canseco to do a. Which wouldn't have even been as good. Yeah. Ernie Hudson. You know yeah. What? Ernie Hudson was like $65. Hey. Like, I'll put on a Ghostbusters suit and say whatever you want. Hey, if there's a say paycheck involved, I'll believe anything you say. Uh, all right. So Bill and Ted. Oh God, all the Bill. And, did you know there's a lot? There was a live action Bill and Ted TV show that did not star any of the original cast. No, it was on Fox. I think after Parker Lewis can't lose. Right now, Parker Lewis can't lose. Was that just a Ferris Bueller ripoff? I think so, right? They wanted us to think that there was some Parker Lewis <laughs> movie out there. Like they, they, they marketed it to us kids. Like we, like, like we should have know known who Parker, who Parker Lewis, Lewis was. Yeah, going into it, and so I think we were playing along. I remember just being like, "Oh yeah, of course, yeah, Parker Lewis. I can't wait, can't yeah. wait for this Parker Lewis." Uh, yeah, I know. One thing I know about him, he never loses. He was a total camp candy yeah. situation. Yeah. Um so yeah, and they're and you know, they're making Bill and Ted face the music, the third yeah. Bill and Ted movie. No, I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm I'm not going to get too excited for it, but it's uh, First of all, it's stupid to get excited, too excited for a movie. No. Cuz a movie will always let you down. No. Told you Avengers Endgame did not let me down. John Wick 3 will not let me down. Yeah, it just sucks. I think maybe it's just 40X doesn't let me down. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, Bill and Ted Face the Music will be... Will be in 40X. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, they've got everybody involved uh, from the original. I mean, you know, not George Carlin, obviously, but like everybody else, the writers are back and everything. Uh, so I'm excited about it. The And the plot is... Uh, you know, it's basically present day and what the idea that the movies were founded on, which was 
Bill and Ted become the biggest uh, musicians in the world and write a song, write music that unites the entire world in peace didn't happen. Right. That's a fascinating idea for a Bill and Ted movie. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't hinge too much on the fact that they eventually write the best song because mm-hmm. that always happens. It's the Mr. Holland's opus situation yeah. where they name the whole movie after it. And then they play the opus at the end, and you're left thinking, well, that wasn't that good. Yeah. That was his opus? That's pretty sad. Uh, Shit job, Mr. Holland. That's always the problem with, I mean, you know, shows like, uh, uh, what was it, Studio 50 on the Studio Sunset? Studio 60 on the Six, Sunset Strip. Like, you know, they would talk about these sketches, and then you would see the sketch, and you'd be like, that's yeah, The Gilbert and Sullivan parody uh, totally would have flown <laughs> in 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although, I remember the music in Bogus Journey being pretty good. Um... No, it wasn't. Uh, the music in Excellent Adventure was also very good. Eh. You know what? Like for what it is, for what it's claiming to be, it's good. Yeah, that's true. Uh, like they're setting the expectation of like this is the type of music these guys are into, and then here's the song that they wrote that become a became a huge hit. And you're like, oh, okay, I can see that. This sounds like the stuff that they're into. The what's a better movie? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure mm-hmm. or Wayne's World. That's a good, that's a real Sophie's Choice. Because I remember uh, reading, actually recently I read. Uh, two very different movies. But, two very different but movies. But also very similar movies. Yeah, Dana Carvey originally said to Mike Myers when, uh, Bill and he, Ted. Was, when he was cast as Garth, uh-huh. He's like, oh, I get it. So we're just doing Bill and Ted, and Mike, yeah. and he was like, Mike Myers is like, no, Mike Myers it's, slapped it's different. Me. <laughs> yeah, and I think Dana Carvey's ultimate point was like, oh yeah, and and Mike Myers' genius made it different. But like, what are the fundamental differences in those characters? Uh, not much. Yeah. Like they're they're just guys that are kind of like airheads that are yeah. real into. Uh, Don't get me started on Brendan Fraser <laughs> and the rest of the airheads. <laughs> just really into you know uh, rock and roll music. Yeah. All right, uh, we're gonna have to cut this short, Tom. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for your top two and bottom two Keanu Reeves films. <sighs> And then you can talk about whatever you want also. I mean, top two would be John Wick and probably Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Hmm. I like Bogus Journey more than Excellent Adventure, but I really like Excellent Adventure. But I feel like Bogus Journey gave uh, Keanu and Alex Winter more like room to kind of explore their characters. You want to know my uh, top two? Sure. Speed. We didn't even talk about Speed. And Keanu speed. and Sandy Bullock on a bus, written by Graham Yost of uh, Hey Dude on Nickelodeon fame. Really? He created Hey Dude and wrote Speed. Man, what a fucking career. Yeah. Um, Keanu Reeves did not do Speed 2, yeah. Cruise Control, because he wanted to tour with his band Dog Star, which we haven't <laughs> even talked about. Oh, yeah. The coolest thing about Keanu Reeves is like, yeah, I'm a bassist. Yeah, like, I'm not even. It's I'm not sure he a can play guitar. project. I'm sure he could play guitar good enough to play guitar and dog. Oh, absolutely. Star. We yeah. were listening to some dog star earlier. Yeah, uh, you, yeah. 
Um, but he's which like, was it was unrelated. We I forgot that we were even doing it on Keanu. I was just uh, playing some Dog Star before while I was cooking dinner. Yeah, yeah, you're it's perfect dinner time music. Uh, he wanted to tour with his band Dog Star, and uh, he wanted to star in a production of Hamlet. Yeah, and he also turned down a role in Heat. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Val Kilmer got the role, but uh, it was offered to to Keanu Reeves, uh, and he uh, instead opted to play uh, Hamlet. Yeah, again. Yeah, in a seven hundred and eighty nine seat theater in Manitoba, like some sort of and and up in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves is a good man. He yeah. doesn't care about money. Um, he cares about Hamlet and Dogstar. <laughs> Playing <laughs> bass and Dogstar. Yeah. The other best Keanu Reeves movie is uh, Sweet November. <laughs> you ever not... see that movie? No, I thought you were going to say the, uh, the Devil's Advocate. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. You got Keanu Reeves. You got uh, uh, Al Pacino. Yeah. Keanu As Reeves the devil took himself. A, pay, a pay cut because they couldn't afford uh, both him and Al Pacino. Yeah, because he was like, well... We gotta get Al Pacino. So essentially, Keanu Reeves gave my like for the Matrix. You like, oh, I'm gonna give it to the the people, the unsung heroes of the right, movie, who are and really then, responsible for and then, this uh, being such a huge yeah, hit. Devil's Advocate. He's like, I'm gonna give my <laughs> money to uh, richer than God, overrated, overacting old man. Oh, do you think Al Pacino's gonna listen to this episode though? And I Richard don't know. marks us. <laughs> Uh, have you ever seen The Devil's Advocate? Hell yeah, Tom. Yeah. Man, I've seen that The Devil's is... Advocate so many times. It, me too, because there's nudity at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Where he, he no, had, that's not why the I've devil, seen it. The devil tells him to have sex with his sister or something, right? Yeah, I don't- I, To create like a honestly, new antichrist? I don't really remember much about it. It was on in a loop- um, at my college, yeah, you know how college has a has a TV oh, station yeah, yeah. where they'll play movies Mine and didn't, stuff. Mine didn't, but I know of it. Yeah, for some reason they played the Devil's Advocate all the time, and and uh, we just have it on in our in our dorm room all yeah. the time because it was all, cool. All those royalties were going to Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> um, boy, if you like Al Pacino, you have and you haven't seen this movie. You haven't seen Al Pacino chew scenery like Al Pacino playing Satan. Yeah. Uh, Satan as like a as a uh, famously uh, lived in Donald Trump's apartment. Uh, That was, uh, uh, you know, Donald Trump's like dumb gold apartment that, you know, people make fun of nowadays. That was what they rented as like, where would the devil live in New York? He would live in this gaudy gold apartment in Trump Tower. Uh, Worst movies uh, that Keanu Reeves has been in. Constantine was the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life, Tom. It's unfortunate because the character Constantine, it's a DC it character. It had nothing to do with- It was originally with, a Vertigo with... character, DC character uh, nowadays. Uh, is such a good character, and Keanu Reeves was super miscast as Constantine. As yeah, Constantine. I thought he was fine in it. It, it. The movie was, I think, six and a half hours long. Uh, it probably wasn't even that long, but it really didn't make sense. They were trying to like kind of throw everything at the wall with that movie. Yeah, it wasn't very good. You ever see this movie? Uh, it was a TV movie from 1986 called Babes in Toyland. No, I don't uh, think so. It starred Drew Barrymore. Okay. An eleven-year-old Drew Barrymore. Okay. 
uh, also Keanu Reeves. Uh, he played uh, uh, Jack B. Nimble. Jack B. Quick. Yeah, essentially Drew Barrymore gets sucked into an Oz-like land. Like uh, fairy tales and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was shot in Germany. It was terrifying. <laughs> the original cut is 140 minutes long. Okay. Uh, the, the Almost three hour long. Yeah, the, uh, the, the cut that's available that my wife made me watch because she liked it when she was a kid. What? Uh, was 80 minutes long. Okay. Who knows what happened to the, <laughs> yeah, the extra Jesus. hour. Um, but you know who plays the bad guy? Who? Richard Mulligan. Who's that? From Empty Nest. <laughs> Jesus. I can't see him as a bad guy. Oh, you got to see that. The, everything about this is creepy. Oh, and really? it was, yeah, this, might, this oh, sounds kind of up my alley. I'm Tom, have to check this no, out. No, that's what I thought when it was described to me. <laughs> and after since. 20 minutes, I was like, turn it off, turn it off. Drew Barrymore was 11 years old at the time of filming. By this stage, she was a regular at nightclubs, had been smoking for two years, <laughs> and was just beginning a dangerous flirtation with alcohol that would later extend to marijuana and cocaine. It is alleged that she would spend her nights off hanging out with a rock band in their hotel as they were coincidentally touring Germany at the time. That rock band is generally thought to be Rod Stewart and his crew. Ugh. Ugh. And all those boomer rock stars. Uh, they're all such scumbags. Uh, and as soon as they start dying, we're going to hear the worst things about them. Yeah, we're and again, already this is a starting to. I but... just read that verbatim off of imdb.com. I I make no claims. No, that but this I guarantee true. if you like look up like Rod Stewart and his band, yeah, like you'll find plenty of on the record uh uh disgusting yeah. things that happen. I hope Rod Stewart doesn't <laughs> Richard <laughs> oh, Marx us on this. Oh no. <sighs> the... Hey, if you're listening, do not tell Rod Stewart about this. Yeah. Uh what about your bottom two uh the Keanu films? Oh also I hated you know what? Uh, I thought the the Key and Peele movie Keanu was good. Yeah. I just hate like oh, and then the cat's voice was Keanu. Re- yeah. yeah. When you do something like that, and then you bring the person in, yeah. it's it's it it ruins it. It takes all the stuff out of it. Um, I don't know if Keanu. Oh, you know what? I was gonna say I don't know if he's ever made a bad movie. That's hundred percent not true. I will say uh, I'll give some honorable mentions. Uh, uh, Bram Stoker is Dracula. Yeah. Um, I never saw the movie, but I played the game on Sega CD, which had mm. a lot of clips from the movie that you would watch. Yeah. Uh, it didn't seem that good. Okay. Uh, that's the movie that uh him and um uh what's her name? Uh, Winona Ryder. Yeah, that they claim like, oh, we got married on that movie accidentally Hmm. like they hired a romanian priest to do a marriage scene and we didn't realize he was actually a priest so like we kind of got married and then they did a recent movie that's where they brought up that anecdote but uh i saw his one of his most recent movies replicas Oh, yeah. He was in a bunch of movies last year <laughs> yeah. uh, that I had never heard of. And that's a weird thing about him. He kind of has like two careers where like he's doing, you know, John Wick. He's a voice in Toy Story 4. Um, oh, you weren't supposed to say that. Oh, you let it slip. Oh, I let it slip. It's supposed to be under wraps. Who told you that? Tim Allen? <laughs> um, Your friend Tim Allen? <laughs> 
And like these John Wick movies, you know, this movie's coming out this this month, which is now uh, summer movie season. You know, we're yeah. we're a few weeks past. We're, two of Marvel movies have already yeah. come out in this summer There's season. Only four more coming out <laughs> this summer. So we're we're neck deep in summer movie season. And a John Wick movie, they're they're expecting this to do Bafo Bo. Yeah. Um, but the he's replicas and destination wedding in Siberia. I really didn't get. The... But but he's still doing like the like Bruce Willis directive video stuff as Why well. Why is he doing that? His net worth is three hundred and fifty million dollars, and I think he he lives pretty modestly oh he just likes working but go do some more hamlet (laughs) buddy i think that's what like i have to imagine that like his agent is banging his head up against the wall constantly of like no don't do this dumb movie like or maybe his agent's like no do this movie i need the maybe yeah i need the cash but i think it but i think it makes him less blood suckers it makes him less valuable when he's doing these like weird so i watch replicas was one of those movies it came out in like south korea like six months before it came out here so it was already so you on... traveled to south korea to see it no but it was already uh on you know like uh illegal sites mm. like a blu-ray version like a month before it came out in theaters here i watched maybe 15 minutes of that movie and i was like nope this this is garbage like so the the plot of the movie is that he's the head of like a uh, 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 a robot company, and his wife and his so far it seems right up your alley. Oh, hundred percent. I remember, I watched Keanu this. Reeves, head of a robot company. It's also, all right. It's also one of those movies where like the first trailer came out maybe two years before the movie yeah. did, and you're like, ah, oh, there's trouble. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, he's head of the robot company and his wife and maybe like two kids get killed and he decides, well, I'm going to take their brains or whatever and put them in robots. But I think immediately there's like a weird Sophie's choice of like, well, I got two robots. So he's like, all right, my wife and this kid. (laughs) Uh, And then like the wife and the kid don't know they're robots or something. That's all I know from the trailer. I watched 10 or 15 minutes of this. And uh, what's his name's in it, too? Uh, Thomas Middleditch. He's playing, like, the scientist. And the dialogue was just like, we we have to upload the brains. It was so dumb that I was like, oh, I see what kind of movie this is. I'm out. Forget it. Well, you know what they say, Tom? North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> uh, it was no Johnny Mnemonic. That was, that was a film, huh? I've never seen that, either. I should go back and watch that. Yeah. Um. Look, he he's in a lot of movies. Uh, look, he's in a lot of movies, and he's a good man. He he, he and he has nice motorcycles, arch motorcycles. We'll give them a shout out if you're in the market to buy a <laughs> probably like hundred thousand dollar custom motorcycle. Yeah, if I was in the market for uh, an expensive motorcycle, or if you were in the market for an expensive motorcycle, Tom, would you go to Keanu Reeves? Or Billy Joel's custom <laughs> oh, motorcycle place. Well, another Sophie's <laughs> show. Yes. Uh, I want to talk more about the motorcycles, but first, if you like the show, hey, be sure to uh, do the thing on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Yes. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at those things uh, at your pal Tim. And you can find out more about the show in general. 
and tcgt.com. If you want to support the show, support our sponsors, also check out our Patreon, Patreon. at patreon.com slash complete guide. We're neck deep in reading, and then there were none by Agatha Christie and our spinoff podcast, Books the Podcast. Yeah. Oh, I have some ideas for Books the Podcast, Tom. Oh, okay. That I want to run by you. Well, look at that. Mic. All right. Well, what an exciting tease for everybody. I want to read a self-help book uh, and oh. just do a one-off on what I've learned from that oh, okay. self-help book. Right? Yeah, I'd be down for that. All right. Okay. Uh, Patreon.com slash complete guide. Maybe that won't happen, but. I think it will. I'm going to read the book anyway. I, basically, I want an excuse to read a self-help book because I uh, need some help. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's like, oh, I'm a... just doing it for my, fu- I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to dunk on it on my podcast. <laughs> Is it going to be the secret? It won't be the secret. I've already read the secret several times, Tom. Can you tell me what the secret is? Yeah. Well, not not here. Oh, right. Of course. I forgot the mics are on. Let me mute the mics real quick. If you're doing Amazon shopping, tcgte.com slash Amazon brings you the same Amazon you know and love. We get a little bit of a cut. Yeah. That's all the plugs, I think. Yeah. Um, let's talk. And and if hey, if you're in the market for a motorcycle, what's Billy Joel's motorcycle company called? Uh, Down Easter Alexa Cycles. Oh, it's not like uh, Uptown Bikes. <laughs> um, uh, I will say this: I have zero interest in motorcycles. Yeah, Keanu Reeves' motorcycles look fucking awesome. They are such cool looking motorcycles. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is so cool. He used to do those and, and demon I w- rides. Where the demon rides? It's the same thing that River Phoenix, who was his best friend, oh, yeah. used to do. R.I.P. Uh, you you on a demon ride? You ride at night with no headlights. Ooh, which dangerous! Which we do not recommend. <laughs> but they used to do it through like uh, the canyons in uh, in like. Topanga Canyon or whatever, like from those, Boy Meets World, yeah, yeah, those those winding mountain roads in L.A. Uh huh. They would like leave the Viper Room, <laughs> drunk and high. I don't know, drunk and high. I don't know, but uh, and and just go, uh, you know, ride just to feel something, man, with your lights off, and you just do these winding things at, at top <sighs> Sounds speeds. dangerous. Uh, while he was on a demon ride. He uh, smashed into the side of a mountain, and uh, Keanu Reeves. Did? Yeah, he's, he's hospitalized dead? for a week oh. with broken ribs and a ruptured spleen. Ooh, bad news! Uh, and allegedly, one of the paramedics also dropped the stretcher as they were loading it into the ambulance. <laughs> Can you imagine that yeah, international superstar Keanu Reeves? Uh. Like, oh shit! Like, and like the fact that that paramedic is probably alive and well. Uh, speaks a lot to, to Keanu. Keanu is like, it's all right, oh, man. It's fine, uh, man. I, I, I understand. It's my fault I get for doing it. that demon ride. <laughs> yeah, look at this motorcycle. Scroll through there. Look, wow, at these, so. look at these pictures, man. Method one forty three Arch motorcycle A R C H motorcycle dot com. Oh, it might have clicked on the wrong thing. Press forward on the on the browser. Oh, uh, no, you're. This is right. Let me see. Let me see what I showed you. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it looks like a. This looks like a heater, like a, a space heater. Yeah, it's got a space heater on it. But I like think. a space heater that was like manufactured last year. 
Um, wow, this is a cool motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, see? And at the bottom, it lists the specs. 143CI, 2343CC, SNS cycle, yeah, T143, 45 anywhere. degree downdraft, fuel injected V twin agent. Motorcycles have updrafts, so that's how you know it's a. It's special. got a carbon fiber monocell chassis with in- integrated fuel cell. I'll tell you this. I, I found out about his motorcycle company because... Uh, Carbon fiber aerodynamic fork covers? Fucking kidding me. Yeah, you probably don't even cover your forks. God lim- knows what kind of filth is on there when you're eating. Limited to 23 units, Tom, so you better act fast. <sighs> Man, I'd love to. Uh, no, I found out about... Uh, there was like a uh, like a video about it. Maybe I like read an article or something about it. And there was a video and in the video, he's talking about the design and the whole time he's like, let me be clear. Like I, I come to meetings and I just sit in meetings and like, I'm just like, this is cool. This is awesome. I have I nothing sit in the back. I'm piddling my pud. These guys are uh, doing yeah. all the real work. No, he, yeah, he was completely eschewing any credit that he was just like, no, I have nothing to do with this. Yeah, it's my company, but I have nothing to do with it. Or I don't know if it's his company. He's a partner or whatever. He's like, no, I'm just there, and they bring me stuff, and I go, oh, my God, this is amazing, and then they make it. That's Billy it. Joel claims, I build all these choppers <laughs> myself. Yeah, I'm the one who figured out how to make motorcycles, <laughs> and I told these fucking idiots how to do it. Hey. I'm, I'm always rapping these guys in the back. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Fuck you, Billy Joel. Hey, I hope he's not listening. <laughs> oh, no. That's the last thing we need is Billy Joel on our ass. Listening He'll show up at our parents' houses. <laughs> <He'll> <laughs> fucking drive on the drive lawn. He'll drive right into the, the fucking living room. <laughs> hey, you fucking kids are talking about me. <laughs> you think you're a fucking tough guy? <laughs> you think you're a big shot? <laughs> Hey, no, I've out. just been drinking wine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. I only drink lots of wine. I'm not drinking beer or whiskey. <laughs> Tom, uh-huh. to Keanu Reeves, a great man. Yes. Maybe next week's episode will be about Keanu Reeves also. <laughs> and from now on, it's just about Keanu Reeves until he acquiesces. No, if he came on the show, I'd be so nervous. Yeah. <sighs> I'd be so nervous. <sighs> we, uh, I, our new goal is to get a, a three-minute interview with Keanu Reeves. Even then, I'd just be so nervous he'd shoot me three times in the groin and then once in the head. That's the only way you can kill a man. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.